Hello guys, welcome to another Chuck D podcast, uh, more than your normal martial arts gym. We're going a little bit deeper now, so a little bit of um, kind of coaching stuff on how to how to affect how you think and how you train and how to get more out of your training time. So this is more to do with the, the psychological states that we get into when, when training. Um, and specifically what we're going to be looking at today is um, a thing called flow state, okay? So flow state is a, a kind of magical state when we can change how we, how we think and how we relate to the events that are going on and how we live, basically live our lives, okay? So it's, it's not only specifically to, um, to, to sports or, or or doing any of the, the, the combat sports, you can drop into flow state doing it, doing anything. It's a, it's a normal um, psychological state that our our brains will kind of drop into, um, basically when we're having fun. Okay, and, and that's um, that's one probably one of the one of the big things. Um, doing the, doing my, my my mind coaching work, one of the one of the big things that that people say when. Um, you ask them what the, what they want out of life. Um, probably the the first thing that the majority of people come out with is th- they say, "I want to be happy." Well, flow state is kind of like the key to that. It, it's it's understanding how we can lead a lead a happier life and enjoy our experience, um, and it's how to kind of filter that level of, of happiness down to actual kind of functional things that we're doing okay now it it's a, it's a great idea to say i want to be happy well okay what what's the what's the level below that how do how do we access this this happiness and and this is what kind of flow state is about so we start off with a with a with a basic um four stage cycle Okay, this four stage cycle, um, I'll, I'll run through it first just so that you can get a kind of visualization of how this, how this circle runs around. We start off first with the struggle and the struggle is you're, you're learning something new and you have to accept that you're not automatically going to be a world champion at, at doing a, a new skill. You have to learn how to do it and when you learn how to do it, there's a lot of mistakes and sometimes it can get a little bit frustrating uh, when you're not getting the results that you want. Okay, so that's stage one. We're going to go into this a little bit deeper in, in a minute. I just wanted to get this idea. So the, the, the second phase is the kind of relax phase. So the relax phase is uh, we, we've kind of got to a, a good level of competence. Um, we, we know what we're doing. We know we, we can kind of structure our 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 thinking and our actions we've got good coordination and and we're learning to basically enjoy the process um this is when we can start dropping in with other other areas of kind of sports performance and um getting stronger and fitter and bringing kind of performance factors into play this is the link between again the mind and the body Every now and again, when we're in this relaxed phase, relax, relaxed phase, um, our our 
our mind changes, our different parts of our brain kind of shut down, different parts of the brain kind of fire up, um, hormones are released into it, into our system, um, and we drop into this magical mental state called flow. Um, we learn kind of five times as fast, and it's a, it's a magical place for coaches to be able to nurture it and, and kind of drag people into, into this kind of psychological state so they learn faster and more effectively and then after after flow we we look at the recovery phase so how well are you sleeping how well are you getting getting over the um it's kind of like the, the hangover from flow it's the um how well are you recovering after a, a high intensity session okay now um, and again, we'll, we'll go into a little bit more detail on, on that. So th- this, this four-stage cycle is struggle, relax, flow, and recover, okay? J- just so that you've got this, this, this picture in your mind. So the, the first phase is in, is in struggle, okay? In the, in the struggle, this is where we find um, that we may have this idea that we're absolutely fantastic at doing everything, um, and... We don't like being embarrassed that we can't do a particular task. But the thing is, is that one of the things that I've noticed from a, from a coaching perspective is that kids, they don't mind making mistakes. They don't have an expectation of being able to do something. So, uh, but the, the thing is, is that as, as people kind of gradually get older, they stay more and more in their, in their comfort zone. They don't like trying something new. Um, because they don't like this almost kind of disempowerment of not being able to do something. They say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm 30 years old, I'm 40 years old, I should be able to do these things, okay? Um, and so it's this kind of expectation before they've even tried it that they, they immediately put kind of barriers in the, in the way. And, they, and this frustration is part of the process of the struggle. We have to go through lots and lots of experimentation in order to get to this point of gathering up enough information to say what's right and what's wrong. Prime example is like Thomas Edison inventing the the light bulb. He's fabled to have sampled out 999 versions of a light bulb before he found the the exact way of, of... of, of building it and um, and and structuring it. Now, yeah, okay, that that it may be a bit of a, a an old wives' tale. However, it shows the mentality. It shows the determination. And imagine you're on your nine hundred ninety seventh time, and then you fail again on nine hundred ninety eight. At what point do you go? Enough's enough. I, I I can't do this. Or maybe it's a you, you start seeing a certain amount of success, and good, I've had another failure. I found out another thing that doesn't work, and keeping this positive mindset towards towards failure is is important because this is your this is your part of growth. Through this frustration, this is where we also find mental strength. 
that determination to keep on going, even in the face of adversity, even in the face of failure. And it's that it's getting that kind of positive reframe and positive spin on a what could be perceived as a as a negative event um, or or a failure or or not quite getting the getting the results that you want. I mean, it's 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 probably more apparent in in a fight and in and in and in combat sports because you have a winner and you lo- you have a loser. Well, that that loser, okay, you know, uh, John Kavanagh, um, Conor McGregor's coach, he wrote a book called "You Either Win or You Learn," and that's a that's a that's a great little slogan to to kind of capture this mental strength and this mental approach that you have to take towards failure. Um, so, through this mental struggle, it, it's stressful. And we start to release a substance called cortisol. Okay, cortisol is the is the is the kind of stress hormone. It's released into our body, and 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 what what will tend to happen is that as we get more and more stressed, we get more and more tense, and 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 that frustration. And if you if you kind of start to picture um, someone that's stressed out uh, and um, and frustrated, if you embody that now you'll probably picture someone that's kind of gritting their teeth and clenching their fists. Um, that tension, that's the, that's the result of cortisol. Okay, so under, understanding what this, what this process is. Okay, so this is, your, this is your first phase as you're building up more and more experience of getting back to the struggle and getting back to this situation where you're building a, a knowledge bank of, of information we move on to the relaxed phase so every, every now and again when we're going through this kind of this this struggle we, we learn to just relax and kind of just get involved with it and, and enjoy it we get into a point of acceptance we accept the, the level that we're at um, so when you're at a point of acceptance this is when we for instance, in a in a, in in Thai boxing terms, it would be knowing the technique that you're doing. So whether it's a simple boxing combination or delivering a kick, you start getting a, a, a good connection on the pads. You understand in range, you understand in distance. Now it's all about doing it. Okay, so so when you when you're doing it and you and you relax into this, I know what I'm doing and I can enjoy kind of hitting the pads and. I mean, sometimes you don't even need to have that structure in place. You you can just enjoy hitting the pads, and and I mean, we we do a we do a class on a on a Thursday of a of a pad blast, dead simple. Set the timer going, and people just kind of free pad work. Um, it's a, it's an experimentation time to see what works, um, but this also carries over into performance factors. So the performance factors are where you're doing all your kind of strength and conditioning, um, how you, how how strong you are, um, and carrying over into like personal training and the and the strength and conditioning stuff that that we do as well. It's knowing that you're doing it right. You 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 may recognise when you make little mistakes or you drop your hands or or you feel a kind of leech of power out of your technique. Um, 
because you've got your distance wrong or you're not turning your hip enough. Um, you've made a mistake. You can't change it. So you just ride on through it and you, and you, you, you accept the fact that you've made a mistake and you, you just ride on through it. It's as simple as that. There's no over-analysis. And I, as, as I've said previously on uh, one, of, one of my YouTube talks, it's, it's knowing that you're doing it right or knowing that you're doing it wrong. Um, if you can communicate what the problem is, you're probably thinking too slow. You're, you're overanalyzing. We're getting to a point of paralysis by analysis. We're getting to a point where we can deliver the technique, but then um, if we're overthinking it, then we're probably using like the wrong part of your brain. So it's this kind of mind-body connection. You're, you're aware of your body. You're aware of time. You're aware of how you're, how you're delivering the technique. And you, and you make it kind of go right. Okay, so this is the this is the kind of relaxed phase, and this is it. This is pretty important because this is your almost launch pad to to getting into flow state. Every now and again, when we're in this relaxed phase, you'll you'll start to lose track of time. You lose track of yourself and and your body awareness and and where you're putting your hands and your guard. You'll start to deliver the technique more and more effectively. You'll stop overthinking it and you'll just do it. Now, this is this is one of the great things when I, when I was training over in Thailand that I didn't have any, I, I couldn't speak that much Thai and my trainers couldn't speak that much English. So I didn't have an opportunity to, to overthink or discuss the, the problems um, that I was experiencing. I just had to get on and do it and, and you build up more and more time hitting the pads and, and, and delivering your, your punches and kicks and, and, and clinch work and stuff like that um, just to build up this, this kind of knowledge bank and we're building up more and more experience as we as we go through this when you're at a certain level of fitness you can just almost kind of switch off from the analysis and enjoy the pad work when we drop when we when we drop into this psychological state, this is known as flow state. You're no longer aware of of your your body or, or what you're what you're doing. You there's a there's a clear mind body connection. You lose track of time. You're just doing it and enjoying it. And it's when I when I've tried explaining this to to some of the, the some of the kids that I teach, um, it's it's like, uh, I say, you know, when you've been in a in a lesson at school and you you're in class, and it seems like the lesson is so long. But then it's break time. You go outside. You get into the playground. The your 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 playtime is maybe maybe half an hour, and it goes like that in an instant. It's like how how is the lesson so long? But playtime is so short. When, okay, maybe maybe like the lessons are, are, are half an hour, forty-five minutes, um, and playtime maybe half an hour, forty-five minutes, uh, around the same sort of time duration. Why does the lesson drag so long, and and why does playtime go so quickly? It's because we're dropping in and out of this kind of 
the struggle phase into the relaxed phase where, where you, you're struggling to learn something new. And then, um, but then when you're when you're in, in playtime, you know how to run, you know how to run around, you know how to catch a ball. Your 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 body's kind of more more active, and, and um, your your heart rate's elevated. You, you you're no longer stressed about being forced to do this one thing. You you enjoy your your activities in 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 playtime. You maybe maybe don't enjoy the lesson, and and enjoyment is a is a is a key part of it. But the thing is, is that when we're in flow state, all these different hormones are released for, in our body. We're, we've got five main hormones that are released during flow state, and these are probably the most highly addictive hormones in our, in, in our body and is, is known as kind of like the, the seat of, of motivation because we're, we're always chasing this natural high, okay? Now, so that these these five uh, five hormones that are released into our body are no no epinephrine, uh, and this is great for for concentration. We have endorphins, which make us feel good. We have dopamine, which is concentrating on 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 alertness. We have serotonin, which is like a, a mood balancer, and we have anandamide, which is a like a pattern recognition, a lateral thinking. Um, stimulator okay <clears throat> so when when we're in flow state we've got these kind of five very very addictive um very addictive hormones and and what this is doing is all five are released into our body all at the same time now uh, sociologically, socially, uh, with the, there's there's a lot of kind of drug use and stuff out out there, um, and these sociological drugs uh, look to kind of simulate the the, the same um, get get that get that same release. Um, so like things like cocaine and, and, and ecstasy and LSD uh, and, and marijuana and, and things like that all will all introduce one of these hormones through our body um, and so that's kind of like a, a false way now you can see why it's addictive because when when you bring all all five of these together this is this like the seat of motivation it, it's it's something that you you kind of chase so 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 people looking to buy that experience um <laughs> that this is this is when it becomes a, a kind of gray area um and by no means uh accept well I'm, I'm by no means condoning recreational drug use but what i'm saying is that you can understand it you can understand why people go down down this route um because they may not have the concentration to do the uh, something with a positive intent and so they chase after it with it with a negative in, intent you you start looking at, at at these life experiences as if they can't create flow state in their own in their own own lifestyle through their through their activity through their life through through work then 
they'll they'll chase it in a in a false way um and just basically get off their heads it, it it's something as as simple as that now the 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 strange thing about this is that when different parts of the brain kind of shut down we have a, a thing called transient transient hypofrontality transient mean it means that the parts of the brain are, are shutting down hypo the parts um firing up and frontality is our prefrontal cortex it, it's our it's our kind of analytical part of our brain which kind of monitors time and monitors results and gives us that over like overthinking over analysis of of technique so if you can analyze your technique you 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 probably still in this kind of relaxed phase of 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 training where you're putting your body in the in the in the right position when you're when you're delivering these techniques um what what your aim should be is to is to kind of shut that down the the problem with that is that the more you chase trying to shut that down the more you're analyzing your own kind of self state um so it kind of holds you in that state and, the, and that's the that's the paradox that's the that's the difficulty of it it's a it's a meditative state where you're no longer even thinking really it's getting that empty mind that's that's how that's how bruce lee explained it um is it is the it's a it's a samurai state of having no mind those of you that are into into your movies that have, that have seen um the the last samurai with 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 tom cruise they say on that it's, it's the art of having no mind it's the it's the process of not even thinking about things so then you can be totally immersed in the moment in the present not analyzing not not being stressed not being anxious just doing and that's the magic of the the nike slogan just do it because i mean it, it's it's so powerful yet so simple and that's what we that's what people are chasing for all the time the fact is is that in in flow state we can learn 400 to 500 percent in the normal time so four or five times increased learning now if you could learn something four or five times as fast you can understand why why people chase this so much but obviously when you're when you're releasing all these chemicals into into your body and, and all these natural hormones into your body there's going to be a hangover now if you've done it in a in a in a false way um using recreational drugs you can see how people get like a hangover or they feel terrible or they they don't they don't look healthy because their their body is getting leached of the of these of these hormones if you're doing it in a in a positive way in a in a healthy way in a self-generated way by doing an activity you'll do it in an in an ethical way so then you don't get the hangover. You'll still chase it. You still look for that. Um, you still look for that for that struggle to to then relax into it and then drop into flow. But you you still have to recover. And this is sometimes like the the downtime between 
um, between techniques and or be, downtime between between training sessions. Sometimes if you're fully immersed in it 24-7, you've heard of people like overtraining or having burnout and, and things like that because the body can't recover. And again, this is the this is the crossover with um, your your diet and nutrition, your your sleep patterns, and 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 getting that that recovery. So now we're moving into the recovery phase. When we're recovering, it's about how we're fueling ourselves with our with our diet. Uh, are you eating good quality foods? Are you are you getting enough vitamins and minerals? Are you getting all, all your kind of Fish, fish oils and, and, and things like that. Um, are you getting the right macros in? Uh, are you you eating enough carbs? Are you eating enough protein? Um, are, you, are you getting all all of, all of fats in into your diet? Um, are you are you sleeping enough? Now, sleep is probably one of the the most kind of underrated things because it's it's one of the things that people will compromise on. And I, I'm, I know full well that I'm guilty of this myself. I'll, I want to be doing it. I want to do more and more and more, and I'll keep pushing myself to, and 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 kind of push myself into this kind of struggle phase. But I'm, I'm always looking to to kind of get back into get back into flow, get back into creating massive results. Um, and time is our most valuable asset. So. If you can, what we're looking for is is just trying to find out what our balance is for how much sleep you actually need. Now, with different ages in through through life, we different we need different amounts of sleep. Um, some people there's a, a sleep clinic down in London, um, and the the kind of magic figure that they put out is a, a very generalized. Um, target figure is seven hours 28 minutes now that seems very accurate and those of you that wear it that wear like a fitbit or a sleep monitor and stuff like that you can assess the 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 the, the brain waves and how many cycles of sleep you go through to get these to get these results and, and improve your recovery <coughs> excuse me but what we're, what we're looking for is, is to improve if you can improve your sleep improve your diet patterns, get enough rest and recovery. Those are those are your those are, those are your main key points for for recovery. But the thing is is that all this information gathering that we've been doing in the struggle phase, this is when the information's processed. It's processed by our in our unconscious mind. It's processed by doing all, all these kind of simple things of information gathering or delivering a technique or, or, or the stuff that we're doing at work and, and things like that. It's how we can kind of process that information at an unconscious level on a nighttime when we're sleeping. That's why it's important. So if you're not getting enough processing time, you're not your your unconscious mind is like kind of trying to file this information away. That was a good technique, that was a bad technique, that was a good decision, that was a bad decision understanding what's working right for you then this is why sleep is so important the the beauty of combat sports is that we get that immediate feedback 
there's no time lapse okay now if if you if you make a mistake um in a in a relationship there there's a there's a there's a there's a time lapse between the mistake and the punishment there's a time lapse between maybe bending the rules or, or or breaking a rule getting found out then having a punishment now the beauty of combat sports is that if you make a mistake if you drop your hands you get punched in the face and 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 and, and, it, and it's an immediate feedback so this is why the, there's these different motivating factors when we're recovering and so this is what's going to help you in a, a more effective way is it because you you've got that immediate feedback and you can process that a lot quicker um there's also other kind of motivational factors in there in um like historically um kids used to get caned at school when like back in the sort of like pre-80s um you used to get the, the slipper or the cane or whatever. This is kind of pain-centered learning. Pain-centered learning is is really effective. However, it's just not politically correct anymore. So the, there's a, the the um, the the punishment, the, the the mistake and the punishment um, happen really quick in in pain-centered learning. This is what happens in 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 tie boxing and in combat sports. Um, that's why you get good quick because you're trying to avoid the pain. However, in in the more kind of PC world and and politically correct politically correct styles of teaching, um, it's a it's a it's a verbal instruction. So there's different levels of intensity that that people can go through it, and it and it depends on what your what your goals are. I mean, sometimes I give it, I give the fighters a hard time. Um, and I, and I will go around. I'll, I'll I'll tap the when the when the heels are down. I'll, I'll tap the tap the calves with a with a with a cane just to just to make sure that they're up on the balls of the feet. It doesn't necessarily hurt. It's just a, a a little signal to say stay on the balls of your feet, stay ready. That's laziness and recognizing laziness, recognizing these um, the, these the 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 sloppiness technique. Um, that's the that's the job of the coach. So if if you can give these little experiences, these little flashes of saying that was wrong, that was right, that was wrong, that was right, positive reinforcement, well done, that was that was a good technique, that was a bad technique, um, striving to push that push that power um, and and deliver good hard fast techniques all the time, that's what we're kind of aspiring towards. So we look to create that in this relaxed phase and then. This is this is how we can then nurture flow. Okay, so like I say, a, a lot of a lot of information there. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it. Maybe have a give it another couple of listens because there's a, there's as I say a lot of information and a lot to kind of absorb out of this. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you've got any questions, hit us up with messages on on Facebook, Instagram um check it check us out check out all our all our pages um chuck d academy and um the we've got the brazilian jiu-jitsu we've got the boxing club um 
you can fire, fire any questions through over on that uh, and, and we'll get back to it as soon as we can okay so hope you enjoyed it and i'll speak to you soon peace out guys thank you bye